Welcome to Go Into Other World. I am your co-host, Manny Rodriguez, along with your program host, Gary Griffin. Also with us is Jeff Worth. Last week, uh, Jeff shared about his transformation from walking with God in a fleshly manner into a solid, sold-out disciple of Christ. Jeff, you had quite a journey, did you? Yeah, it's a... Uh... You know, I, I prayed a long time ago. I got into this thing where I would pray, and uh, I was I was asking God to make me a disciple, like I'd read about in in the Book of Acts. Those guys were completely sold out. Those people were, and uh, well and behold, he he answered those prayers that transformed me. And uh, you know, over the years, I've become pretty much uh, one of those true disciples. Amen. Jeff, that's very exciting, and um, today I, I want to talk a little bit about your walk and some of the things that happened and kind of show how God, if you want to call it, drew you and some of the steps that you took or God, so to speak, put you through. First of all, you were walking fleshly, and that's, we, all, we all have areas of carnality or carnal and da 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 but the important part to me is you wanted something different, okay? You thought about it, and I don't know your whole mindset at the time, but you realize you wanted something different. You did a wise thing. You prayed. Mm-hmm. To me, as believers, I'm willing to understand that we need to pray where we want to go, where do we want to be, um, not just, hey, get me out of this mess, or you know, I wish I had something different. No. Where do I want to be? I want to be this. I want to be a sold-out disciple. I want to have my house paid off. I want to be teaching the Word or something like that. So again, you prayed a very wise prayer and stuff like that. And again, you prayed, I want to be a sold-out disciple. I don't want to just be where I am. The next thing I think, Jeff, that was important to me is you said you read the Word for like three hours a day. I mean, you like journaled, and you were like really studying the Word, and that's more on just like reading 10 or 15 minutes. You were studying the Word. You know, like it says in Timothy, study to show yourself approved, and you did. And so your hunger for the Word, okay, helped you to grow. And I know another scripture that kind of talks about that is First Peter 2, 2, where it says, desire the pure milk of the word that you may grow okay so you did that so again those three hours a day and studying it journaling and stuff i weren't you know man and jeff over the years it's not just gary take that 15 20 minutes no get out a pen get out a concordance start studying what this means okay get somebody that's teaching on it or get some more instruction or dig a little bit see some of those notes at the bottom of the page in the bible and so you can grow and really understand the Word. Uh, the next thing I saw is that God, you began to experience the Lord's touch and His blessing, you know. The Bible says if we draw close to Him, He'll draw close to us. Again, if we draw close to Him, He'll draw close to us. So you began to experience these blessings and His touch in your life, okay? And the, the fourth thing I put down here is that, you know, you would want to be a sold-out disciple. One of the first maybe times, if you want to call it that, or opportunities, was when you were going through your divorce. And God began to speak to you that, hey, you know, you're mad at your wife. This is a chance for you to be sold out and demonstrate that love, demonstrate that sold-out discipleship by loving her. And correct me if I'm wrong, Jeff, but I think you said from that day on or from when God began to speak it, every day you went to court, it was different. It was better. There was like a, an atmosphere that was better. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I, and I think that just, again, it's another step that as I get into the sold-out life, 
I'm going to see differences, and God may show me, hey, Gary, you're not loving your wife or the kid in your school class or the principal or someone. You need to love them, okay? And he can help us to do that, okay, as we walk with him. And, of course, when you love others and you love yourself and love God, if you would, I mean, love God as far as I love him first, I love myself as far as I accept myself, but then I begin to love others. That's a sign of maturity. And the Bible says, he says, go on to maturity. Don't stay where you're at. Don't be like a little, you know, I can only feed you milk and stuff like that. Desire the meat. Desire to go on. So, Jeff, you went on with that. And again, you became mature. As you became mature, another thing I noticed was that you had a demeanor change because you were walking in love, joy, and peace. And it's the same thing. For any of us listening, as we begin to get close to God, we begin to pray like Jeff did, read the word, take these steps. We're going to walk in more love, joy, and peace. Then we can have more influence on others. And I think, Jeff, it was another point is that you kept walking and you had that new demeanor. You had that new love, joy, and peace. It opened the doors at the pharmacy and other places for you to talk to people. And, of course, the next step after that, and this is always, you know, part of why we have this program, is that once you were established, once you were settled, Okay. Once you had that demeanor change, people started talking to you. Then you began to do what Jesus said. Go into all the world, make disciples, preach the gospel, lay hands on the sick. He didn't just say this as a, you know, that's, that's a little game. That's what you're supposed to do. But Jeff, you started doing this. And to me, that was very, very exciting because I think it's a progression of a lot of us. Maybe we're fleshly, maybe we're not what we want to be, but I want people that are listening today, think about the steps that Jeff took. And again, this is God working through him. I did Jeff on his own, if you want to call it that. But as God took him through these steps, he began to pray for us. Now he's seeing people heal. Right. That one lady, she had, I think, pancreatic cancer. Well, that's, a, that's mega serious. It's amazing. Can you believe that? And he, she just, you just prayed for her. A year later, she's totally fine. That's, that's a wonderful thing. We don't know what happened in between, but God healed her. Well, it was through doctors. I said it was natural. It's the way she came back to you. But again, you had the boldness to do that. You had the wisdom because you knew the word. Plus, you had the demeanor to allow her to come to you. And if any of you are kind of going through things, remember 1 Peter 5.10. It says, but may the God of all grace, who called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you suffered a while. So sometimes we got to suffer. Sometimes we're going to go through things. Okay, mm-hmm. But after we suffer a while, what's God's going to do? He's going to perfect us. He's going to establish us, he's going to strengthen us, and he's going to settle us. And then you can begin to do, or maybe even near that season where you're doing what Jeff's doing, maybe you're going to have to be shaking a little bit, but then you're going to come out of that, and you're going to be laying hands on more people, you're going to be witnessing to more people, and you're going to walk in more love, joy, and peace. Again, any of you listening today, if you're not where you're at, pray like Jeff prayed. God, I want to be a sold-out disciple, or I got to read the word more, something like that, and allow God change you, okay? Well, Maddie, go ahead if you have any thoughts about that. You know, God's plan comes with, with purpose, and there's a process. Because in, in as you go, it says here very clearly, it says perfect, established, strengthened, settled in you. That That's a process that God will bring you through as he touches your life, as you're going through a suffering or even pain. You know, like I'm going through this pain with my shoulders. I, I, I Every day I'd be like, and every day is getting better. Glory to God. Come on, somebody. But I, I just like, all right, Lord. I, I Man, I'm in pain, Lord. But I know 
that this pain, I rebuke it in Jesus' name, it's going to go away. And this, in this process that I'm learning myself, that, that God's going to heal me. So in this process, Jeff, that you took God's plan, first you, you didn't know it was God's plan. You just knew it was God's process. Well, the, right. You know what I mean? And yeah. then you were like, this was God's plan the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I, to add to that, I was, it's like I, I've always been surprised about people or kind of amazed where people will lay hold of these truths as a baby Christian, so to speak, and, and uh, get into that process like right away and understand mm -hmm. it's not spend a long 20, 30 years. Yeah, yes, that was it. I, was, I likened the thing in my life to kind of like it before that all st started happening, before I became a believer, when that, that when it happened, I became born again of the Spirit, like the Bible says. It was kind of like my life was like a freight train doing 60 miles an hour, mm -hmm. and you can't just stop that right on a dime. It keeps on going. They apply the brakes, and it keeps on going for maybe a mile before it actually stops and stop, start going reverse and go the other way. And to me, that process was a lot like that. There was a lot to it, and but God is faithful, you know, to to continue that work that He's began. Why? Yeah, again, a good right. Yeah, that's uh, He will continue until the day of Christ. What the Bible says, Ryan. Well, this is something that, that both of you kind of brought up that kind of struck me was that Manny mentioned, you know, my shoulders are getting better, but it's like a process. I'm believing by his stripes, I'm healed and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and Jeff, he said it's the same thing. I've got to give you the word, but the freight train was going. And the freight train didn't, didn't stop on a dime. It didn't stop all night or overnight. And I just want to encourage anybody listening. The more I studied on healing, is sometimes healing is instantaneous, or sometimes you became a sold-out person, Okay. Probably a little bit, not so much a sold-out person overnight. Mm -hmm. But again, think of the process and begin to say, I, by his stripes, I'm healed. Right. I'm going to desire the word like Jeff did, and I'm just going to begin to read the word. And then after a while, you're going to become a disciple. After a while, you're going to become healed. After a while, you're going to get strengthened. After a while, these things, these truths. And if you remember Daniel, he prayed two prayers, not too far apart. One got answered like in three minutes. And one took three weeks. Mm. Why? Well, the Prince of Persia, I believe it was, right. those demonic things were standing against it. So sometimes there may be things standing against the process. There may be things standing against our healing or whatever, or maybe we got to build our faith or just, we got to give that process time. Right. So my point is don't back off and listen to what man just said about the process and begin to get in the process. And then if it doesn't happen overnight, continue. Like Manny said, my shoulders are getting better, and they're getting better. And one day, one day, his soul is going to be perfectly fine, because by Jesus' stripes, he's healed. Glory. Well, listen, we want to talk a little bit today. Um, we want to talk a little bit about divorce. Um, you know, all three of us have been divorced, and uh, we talked a little bit about Jeff's divorce last time, and we just kind of want to kind of bring that subject back up and kind of go through it a little bit. We're going to have Manny start off and tell us a little bit about what he went through and maybe some of the factors. And then Manny had some, some unfortunate things happen about kind of church-related things after the divorce. So Manny, go ahead, take it away and talk to us a little bit. And, you know, we want to share this because we want other men to know you're not alone. Because all of us go through different 
situations and different things that happen when you go through divorce. Sometimes men leave the church. Sometimes men uh, go into other things that they shouldn't be because of the divorce. They start blaming people, using people. And that's what I did. I went through a divorce. And when I went through the divorce, I, I, I used people for my advantage, you know. But as far as the church was concerned, I, I still love Jesus. I mean, uh, I was sharing before the, the podcast uh, with Jeff was like, I, I, I would put a, a date down as, okay, we're, we're going to counseling this day. And I would show up and she never showed up. So it, it was very hard, you know what I mean? And so I was doing my part. And then when I got to the church, it's like, oh, you're the guy that's getting divorced or got divorced. And like, no, you you you, you can't play here or you can't, you know, they I, basically they sat me in the back. And so, what? you know, it, it was tough, you know. And then I went to another church and it was the same thing. And so I'm just telling you, guys, you're not alone. Find somebody you can trust. Find somebody that you can talk to so like that you will not be left behind, so to speak, you know. And I say left behind, I mean that 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 you're, you're not, I, this, this just keeps coming up. You're not alone. You're not alone. God wants to send people your way to help you. And you'll know right away. You'll know right away the guys that would be like, oh, well, this guy's going through some stuff. I'm going to hang around this guy. And then you'll know the guys like, hey, man, what are you doing, man? Let's go get something. Like my friend Nick, he was a real good friend of mine. I remember when I was with him on divorce, he's like, hey, man, I'll, 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 I'll buy your house, man. You know, you get a bite to eat. And I'm like, yeah, sure. So I didn't get stuck in the house. You know, I didn't get stuck in the Because you knew I was going through something, you know. And so you want to find those guys that are going to stick with you, not judge you, love you. And love you through, you know what I mean. And it's it, it, it was it was it was hard. It was hard. I will say it was hard. You know what I mean. It wasn't easy, but I I stuck my my head in the Bible. <laughs> the word real quickly. Um, I, again, you said that man it kind of clicked in my head was a process. You had to go through a process. Mm-hmm. You were blackballed, if you want to call that, by some churches. You're kind of the you know the black sheep or the guy out, da 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 da, da the odd man out. And again, for anybody listening, those, that's not Christ-like, okay? If anybody judges you, it's not Christ-like. If anybody says, well, you're divorced or this and that, that is not Christ-like at all. Jesus paid for all sins, okay? They're all paid for. It's not like big ones, little ones, bad ones. Or This is really, we can blackball you. No, that's not, that's not right at all. So I'm sorry that people did that. I mentioned back, in, you know, to me, one time I left a relationship with my, my friend's sister because she was divorced and my mind was going well. I had this teaching, you can't marry a divorced person or whatever. It was totally wrong, right? So again, if you've been through, like Manny says, get into the process. Don't be, you're not alone. Don't give up on it because God has a plan for you and he's paid for the divorce in the sense of the sin, if you want to call it that, or he's paid for that. And he can redeem you from that by taking and work it for good, okay? Imagine that. God could take a divorce and work it for good. Right. He said he works all things together for good. Again, he's not excluding divorces, all this stuff. He works all things together. So, and again, the three of us are encouraging you today. Now, Jeff, if you got any comments about me, I kind of cut in here, but go ahead. Yeah, I just look at my own divorce and how how that happened. Uh, my and my new marriage, this this it was completely different because we went about it basically God's way. I learned about that, and she had been doing the same thing, and we allowed him. 
we allowed God to be the matchmaker. But in that, in that, in the old marriage it was far from it. We both were. This was a totally fleshly thing that we did. And it started off even in a rebellion. And for example, uh, we were actually going to a church, but we were basically not living the word of God. But we were going to church and we'd approached the, the associate pastor of this particular church to, to marry us. And he is willing to do that, but he's, he ended up saying that it's like, but I'm going to want to counsel you first. He, he d- did that as a matter of this protocol. Yeah. He said, you know, did. And with more, we heard that we we're like, basically look at each other. And we, and we said later, it's like, we're, we're not going to allow this guy to tell us what, show us a thing, you know, it's like, this guy's younger than us. What is he? You know, I fly. Yeah. And it was just all out of the flesh. There's, I mean, you can see just a serious pride issue right there. Well, and, uh, anyway, so it started out that way. We ended up getting married by way of a, a, a municipal judge. And then it just was, it should have never happened. This, this, that marriage was like 90 miles of gravel road. <laughs> in the desert in 120 degree heat. I mean, it was, it was really bad for both of us. Of course it takes two to tangle, but it's not. Jeff, you mentioned it was like constantly in strife and fight after fight, you know, and then you kind of mentioned the scripture about we're not really one flesh anymore. We started off as one flesh or baby we did, but we sort of got separated. And you mentioned the thing that what God has joined together, let man not separate. But from what I'm understanding is that God didn't really put you guys together. And I'm sure there's a lot of other marriages that God didn't particularly. He might put an anointing on it after it's happened, but he didn't put this one together. Is that a fair statement? Yeah. And I, you know, I think, and, and how that's, how that goes exactly, Gary, that's like, God is joined together. Let not man separate. That's a it's biblical state. That's a verse in the Bible. And, uh, you know, some people might say, well, you're using that to incorrectly using that verse to justify what you did because we got divorced. And what I said about that was God no more put that, that marriage together than anything. He just didn't do that. It was us. He wasn't even in the picture. Yeah. So people would say, well, that's a, that's a great way to use the, the word of God to justify what you did. And it was, but it went even more than, it was like after the divorce was over, uh, a while after it was over with, uh, I had a prophetic word from, a, from an actual prophet, prophetic person that, uh, that came up and the Lord was said through them. that it's like, it was better that you got worse than commit murder. Mm-hmm. And that, that was because we had, we had fought, fought because there was a lot of rage all the time. And it could have ended that way. It could have been me, you know, a second degree rage murder. It had to end. Something that you mentioned, you know, you guys kind of rejected the counseling. And I'm going to ask Maddie because I know you got remarried and they have a great marriage and stuff. But Manny went to counseling, okay? And I'm thinking for everybody out there, if you think about getting marriage, please include counseling, whether it's through, you know, your church or Nova Shalom or Jim B. Evans ministry or something like that. 
gifts and counseling. There's wisdom in that. Marriage is not this easy walk in the park, walk, you know, piece of cake type of thing. And that's, that's unfortunate that Jeff and his first wife didn't go through that. But Manny, why don't you talk a little bit about some of the things that you and Monique went through, your, you know, your, your new wife, okay? And how you felt counseling helped or just talk about that. You know, it, it helped because, of course, we're a blended family. Monique has uh, a 21-year-old and we have Eli, he's six. So in the beginning, you know, it was it was okay. And then it got bumpy. And it made us understand that, you know, going through counseling made us, it, it gave us tools to use to be able to cope with what we were facing. And so that helped us to, you know, I, I, I was able to see my error quicker because, again, you know, in our minds, sometimes you just think, I'm right no matter what. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, when you see the counselors, that now he's telling you, no, you're wrong, Manuel. And I was like, dude, like, really? You need counseling. You know, he's like, no, you're here. But anyway, but, and so I realized that, oh, this is my error and I have to change that. You know what I mean? Every season has a change. And so I was going through that season where I was in denial of not to do certain things or say certain things. And then finally, just the Lord just finally got a hold of me, you know. So we went to Jimmy Evans' uh, uh, Marriage on the Rock counseling uh, my wife and I and and certified marriage counselors and so it, it was it's, it was powerful you know and I recommend that to anybody find somebody that, that that will talk to you and it may not be the first person you might find a second or third counselors so don't just settle for the first one if there's something that just kind of says like nah talk to somebody else right it's okay it's okay you're not alone <laughs> yes. Well, not Jeff. You remarried, and I, I think I don't know if you went to exactly the same kind of counseling Manny did, but you probably had some counseling. And I think Manny made another good point. These he got, he and Monique had, or got some tools, tools that would allow them to go through again. He's back to the word process, the process of growing together and growing up together and getting closer and working through some of those things, but. Was there anything, Jeff, in your second marriage or just in general, you want to talk anything about counseling or anything like that? Or have you done some of that? Yeah, as a matter of fact, we did do the Jimmy Evans thing. He's talked. And it is. I, I highly recommend that. And with us, it was a lot of it was by this time, by the time that marriage had occurred, we were we were walking the walk. Right. And, you know, the spiritual walk to by you know, the whole biblical thing and and in God and, and trusting on in God and having really wonderful, great one-on-one uh, -on -one relationships with him. And uh, so we it kind of naturally came together as, as far as our getting along and, uh, and respecting each other up, up front. I mean, all this stuff, it was, it was a God set up and it connected with it in a way that was, you know, it was it was actually a God lining us up, and it has just worked really well by virtue of that. Man, for us, it's good. Okay, well, let's, let's kind of summarize. I think we've got about a minute or so left today, and I think one of the things that I take from this is really get into the Word. The Word is where a lot of these counselors get. Now they're probably having some just general marriage type things, but get into the Word. Like Jeff said, this second one I know, same with with Manny and Monique, they were walking with God. They were walking tight with God. 
that jet. They were walking with God. So when God puts them together, they're able to kind of like take what they're doing as far as walking with God and then say, hey, there's a little bump. Let's go to Jimmy Evans. It was a little bump. Let's read the word. Let's forgive each other and stuff. And they can take those things that we see in the word mm -hmm. because they were already walking in it when they got married. Okay. Then they were able to go through, like we said, a process and they became more and more mature. Just as you matured, you know, as a disciple, their marriage is matured and your marriage matured. Okay. So again, for you listening out there today, think about some of the things we said. Now let's see if you can try to walk in some of these things. And again, I, I feel very impressed. If you're not walking tightly in the word, get in the word. Let that word just saturate your life, okay? Be like Jeff. Read it three hours a day or something like that as much as you can. Well, listen, thank you so much for joining Manning, Jeff, and I today. We, we, we just love you. We've got, we want to say God bless you. And we hope to see you next week as we go into all the world.